do something a little bit different this time, and that is to build an app from scratch. Now, I have an idea for an app that I've wanted to build for a while, and the idea is basically you're taking a road trip and you want to listen to some music, so you hand your phone over to your passenger, and then they can sort of pick and choose music that they want to listen to. And while they're choosing the music, the music is still playing, so it's kind of like building a playlist on the fly. And I have no idea why iTunes just doesn't, or the music app doesn't just do this automatically, but this gives us an opportunity to fill that gap with our own app. So I want to do this, I'm going to call it Road Trip DJ, and uh, it's small enough that we can build in a few episodes, but it also will allow us to touch on some topics that either I haven't covered in a while, and so things have changed, or I haven't covered them at all. So we'll touch on uh, media playback and, and working with the media library, and we'll we'll talk about uh, the new process for app icons and assets, and uh, possibly uh, submitting beta tests with the new test flight, and ultimately submitting to the App Store. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to pick the single view application template, and I'm just going to call my app uh, Road Trip DJ. And I think I'll do it like that. I'm going to use Objective-C for this application just to mix things up. And this is only going to be an iPhone application because I intend for this to be used in the car, and we're not going to use core data. Okay, so here we are sitting at our project. And uh, let's just go ahead and start laying out the, the interface. So I've got my, my view controller here. And let me collapse this so you can actually see it. And since it's iPhone only, I'm just going to change the size to iPhone 4.7 inch so we get a better view of what it's actually going to look like. And uh, I want to have a navigation bar at the top and a toolbar at the bottom. So the navigation bar be can be done by selecting the view controller and then going up to the editor menu, embed in navigation controller. And there we go. And I also want the, let's see, we want that to be called Road Trip DJ. Um, I may turn this off later because this is a valuable resource, uh, a valuable space that we may be wasting just by, you know, blasting our branding in somebody's face. I'm more inclined to use this for something else more useful, like maybe the currently playing song artist and title. But we'll see what happens. Um, I also want a toolbar at the bottom. And the toolbar, let's see, uh, since we're using auto layout, we need to make sure and uh, constrain it. So I'm going to click this. We're not going to constrain to margins, and I'm going to constrain to these threes, the left, the bottom, and the right, and constrain the height. And there we go. Uh, I want the color scheme to be a little bit darker. So I'm going to select the navigation bar, and I'm going to set its style to black. And I'm going to do the same thing for the toolbar. Style to black. And for my main view, the background color is going to be black. And this may be a little bit hard to see in the video because it's a little bit compressed, but the navigation bar is a little bit lighter than the, uh, than the background. And once we get some album art, uh, underneath here, some of those colors can bleed through into the navigation bar as well. Okay, so uh, I want to have my play, pause, previous track, next track controls here. Uh, so let's go ahead and add some bar button items. So we can add an item here, but we want it centered in the middle. So we're going to add a flexible space on either side. So that's centered. And then I'm just going to add my other controls in between fixed space bar button items. Like that. Uh, this first button... I'm going to make that a rewind button. We could change our these out to use our own artwork at some point, but for now, this is definitely the way to, to get started just so we can get a feel for what the app can actually do. Uh, I'm going to use this one as play. That one will change to pause while we are playing. And then this one will be the fast forward icon. Now, we don't want to use this blue color. I want to use a sort of a light purple tint color. So the way I can do that is by selecting 
the toolbar and going up to the tint. Be careful not to pick the bar tint color because that won't work. Uh, that'll tint the entire bar. So there we go. Got my purple color there. I also want a bar button item here that I'm going to use as an add button to add to the playlist. And we're gonna set the tint color. Uh, I don't wanna set it on this one button because we might have a button on the left too. Uh, so I just wanna set this on the whole navigation bar. So I'm gonna click on that and set the navigation bars tint color to purple. Okay, so we've got the, our application looks basically the way we want it. I'm gonna run it so we can see what it looks like in the simulator. And it looks pretty good. And we can also, you know, simulate a different size screen uh, going up to our view controller and just switching that to the iPhone 4 inch. You can see a different, a different size screen on iPhone, iPhone 3.5 inch. Everything seems to be looking just fine. Okay, so when we launch the application, uh, you can see that our, we've got a flash of our launch screen. And in prior versions of iOS, uh, the recommendation was to, to place an image there that would be your launch screen image. And Apple's recommendation has always been to sort of um, create a, an empty version of your UI with no buttons or no controls, no content, uh, and use that as the launch screen. And unfortunately, a lot of people decide to use that as a splash screen to sort of uh, re-broadcast re their brand. And I'm not a huge fan of that approach. I kind of like Apple's recommendation because it makes the app appear to launch a lot faster. Uh, and in iOS 8, we've got this uh, launch screen.xib, and so we can actually just lay out our user interface in here. So let's go ahead and do that. Uh, I'm going to change the size to the same size we're using. And this is just a view. It's not a view controller. So I'm going to add my own navigation bar here. And one of the problems that we're going to run into is that our status bar is going to uh, show up at the top here. And we need to make sure and account for that. So... Instead of making it 44 points high, I'm going to go over to, well, where's our constraints here for this guy? I'm going to add a constraint, sort of reverse of what we did with the toolbar, left, top, and right. And then the height here is going to be 64 to account for that status bar. And uh, we can go over here and say update frames to update that. Okay, so now we have space for the status bar at the top. Uh, I need to make that black, and that looks pretty good. Okay, and then we need our toolbar at the bottom. And again, we're just gonna delete all the buttons. We don't want any buttons. We don't want anything the user might try to interact with while this is loading. And then I'm going to set my background of my view to uh, black. Okay, so that's our empty screen. And I'm gonna launch it so we can see it. And it launches so fast. Uh, one trick you might try is to just sleep and the application did finish launching. So let's go ahead and uh, sleep for two seconds. And you can see it. The status bar doesn't seem to be visible at the moment. So we may need to address that. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't know. I'll decide later uh, whether or not I want to fix that. But one thing I want to point out is that as you're making changes to the launch screen, every time it gets cached. And so every time you run it, you might not see your changes every time, which gets to be annoying. And actually, now that I'm looking at it, my toolbar is not constrained, uh, so it looks terrible. So let's go back over to our launch screen and uh, add our constraints for our toolbar so that it will stay in the spot that it's supposed to. There we go. And I ran it, and it, and it works fine. If you uh, need to clear out the cache, one way you can do that uh, is by using an app called SimFolders. 
And in sim folders, you can just go straight to that, uh, that application um, in this sort of path here. And so we're going straight into here, into library, caches, launch images. And this will show you your launch images that it computed for you based off of that, that uh, zip file. And so these both look good, and I think I'm ready to go. So I think this is a good time to commit. So I'm going to, I'm going to go into that folder, and I'm just going to initialize an empty Git repository. And then I look at Git status. And here I'm looking at uh, my Xcode project, my, my application, and my application tests uh, folder. And there are some files inside of this Xcode project that I don't ever want to be checked in. These are files that should be ignored from any source control system. And if you're using Git, there's a cool site called gitignore.io. And gitignore.io lets you just sort of pick your programming languages or environments uh, to generate a gitignore file from. And if you know exactly what you want, you can just curl this, you know, go to slash API slash Xcode, and then you can curl this into your own gitignore. So I'm going to say uh, curl that into .gitignore and then get status. Now we've got a gitignore file and we can look at it um, and see you know, which files are never supposed to be checked in. And if you ever do check these in, what's gonna end up happening is they're always gonna be modified depending on which person, which developer opens them up and sometimes you'll get conflicts and it'll just be annoying. Uh, and so basically this is sort of user data like which panes do you have open and which, you know, uh, which uh, Xcode sort of visual preferences do you have? Uh, and none of those things belong in source control. So now that we've got that, uh, we can make our initial commit. So I'll say initial app layout and launch screen. And of course I forgot to add them, so let me do that. Okay, so at this point, uh, if I were using GitHub uh, to, to host this application, I might uh, put it in GitHub there, you, you know, push it to GitHub at this point. Uh, but I think for now, this is probably a good place to stop. And uh, next time we will resume uh, the application and, and talk about actually adding some real functionality to it. So hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you again next time.